0: This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. It's a whole new world starting this week in BC as things start to reopen, but don't look quite the same as they did before all of this happened. Talk more about that. We're joined now by Vaughn Palmer from the Vancouver Sun. Good morning, Vaughn.
1: Good morning, Simi. We're headed for a slow restart, I think.
0: I don't know. It seems like it all happened so quickly. Like all of a sudden I was getting emails from places like my registered massage therapy saying we're open. Here's what we're doing. All the stores seemed open. People seem to be jumping back into it. I guess
1: so. I got a nice note from my gym saying that the hotel that it's in is opening toward the end of June, but they're not sure about the gym yet. I think gyms are going to be tough. Uh, but yeah. I have heard, as you say, from uh, the, uh, the, eye doctor who supplies my contact lenses, that they're uh, going to be ready to do that again. Uh, I didn't have a dentist appointment, so I haven't heard from dentists. I got uh, some of that iffy, but uh, Dr. Henry said in, on Saturday, you know, yes, it's going to take a while and slow start is a good thing. I did notice out on my walks uh, in the Capital Region yesterday early, um, out very early, six in the morning. That. Uh, a couple of restaurants have signs saying yeah we're going to be open under the new rules starting tomorrow
0: so it is starting to happen out there a the, the lot of rules though do you think this is going to be waiting to see if this if places do actually open is it worth it for them
1: uh, i think they're. some of them are going to try you know there's a lot of businesses on the edge uh, <clears throat> not surprising uh Carrying a lot of debt and wondering how they're going to pay the rent, so I think you're going to see them trying. Uh, The restaurants that have already opened for takeout, um, anecdotally, I hear some of them are doing okay, so... But maybe those are the ones that lend themselves to take out a little more. They're doing okay. But, yeah, I mean, I think a lot are going to try. And, again, Dr. Henry has said, look, it is going to be trial and error. This is not going to be perfect. You have the guidelines and the rules put out there by WorkSafeBC and, in some cases, by their own industries. Um, You're supposed to post your plan at your place so that your employees and your customers can both see them. There will be inspections. And to some degree, it'll be complaint driven. But, you know, she also said, let's not get carried away. It is going to be even. It is going to be trial and error. And again, that's an argument for taking it slow and not expecting anybody to get it right the first day uh, in the first business to do it.
0: Right. Okay, so that's happening. Although, I've I've heard this, and this happened, my husband has been grumbling about this as well, so many Alberta license plates in certain parts of the province. I got a note
1: from somebody who was doing a survey based in Cranbrook on the weekend, and he said that he stopped counting uh, the number of Alberta license plates he was seeing. That is a popular place for Albertans. A lot of them have, have places in the southeast of B.C., And so he said he was seeing a lot of them up there. Now, the balance of that is initial reports here on the island and the Sunshine Coast. The weather did Dr. Henry a big favor. Everybody stayed home because the weather wasn't all that great. I know uh, Willow's Beach uh, in the capital region, which was very busy the previous weekend, was fairly quiet yesterday. So, um, you know, we're getting that. Uh, The Alberta one is an interesting one. So, when we first asked about, well, what about people coming in from Alberta, the initial comment from Dr. Hemney was, well, I don't have the authority to stop people. There are mobility rights in the Canadian Constitution for people. It's not clear that a health officer can stop it. However, I will point out that that has not stopped other provinces from bringing in restrictions on border crossing from neighboring provinces yukon has done it Uh, i believe alberta has made it a rule that only albertans are allowed in alberta campgrounds saskatchewan and manitoba have both brought in a form of border control so it can be done maybe may be unconstitutional and no one's challenged it. It may just be an emergency measure. But it's not clear to me that if B.C., you know, had wanted to do this, they could have done it, but we didn't
0: do it. Right. One of those things that we did kind of just leave alone, isn't it?
1: Yes, yeah, they did. I mean, Dix has been asked about it a couple of times. Premier Horgan has been asked about it, and they said, oh, yeah, you know, uh Premier said, well, I talked to Jason Kenney, and uh, he agreed that Albertans should stay home, and I agreed that British Columbians should stay home. But clearly a couple of other provinces, and and Yukon as well, thought, no, we're going to do a little more than that. We we have brought in. I haven't seen them yet, but we're supposed to have them. The agriculture minister said they would be brought in. Uh, isolation uh, procedures and screening procedures for Quebecers who come to British Columbia to pick fruit and to work in agriculture. Uh, she said, uh, Lana Popham said those there will be rules for that. So right. they are. Screening them, but uh, there has not been any kind of blanket attempt to mm. keep people from coming to British Columbia from other provinces. Um, the traffic is certainly down, but we are hearing reports now, Simi. I expect you're getting them as well. We're hearing about people in the Shuswap region. We're hearing about people in the southeast.
0: Yes, we are. Uh, so okay, so phase two starts tomorrow, right? Yes. This week, and I guess we have to wait, what is it, like two weeks until we know how what the numbers are like before we move forward?
1: Yeah, I mean, Dr. Henry said this as well, that, you know, we want to go slow in this because Phase 3, which is supposed to start over the summer is entirely contingent on how well it goes in phase 2. We're not going to phase 3 until we're clear and it's 14 days and 28 days. So that's the incubation period is 14 days and she's going to look at it after 14 and she's going to look at it after after 28. So uh, it's not clear yet, you know, she's not only saying we're taking it slow, but she's also saying we are going to monitor it carefully, the virus is still out there, she says that every day, and she says the, the they expect some new cases that's expected based on experiences elsewhere the challenge is managing them and the province has a plan to manage them Um, they will have rapid response teams to deal with any outbreaks with clusters there will be testing anywhere there's a cluster and they will be contact tracing she says we have the resources to deal with that The one question she hasn't answered, Simi, and she's Mm -hmm. been asked it several times, is what's the threshold for going back? She said we hope not to go backwards. We don't plan to go backwards. But she hasn't said how many cases it would take or how many clusters it would take to shake us up. All she said is if it doesn't go all that well, we're not going to phase three right away.
0: Right, because like we also have the potential for schools reopening. Right, what is that supposed to be? June first. So
1: the schools start on June the first, and there'll be, uh, they won't be a school that you and I would recognize from our school <laughs> days. <laughs> I know someone said, Palmer, were there even schools when you were young? I, you know, anyway. <laughs> uh, we going to, we're going to uh, essentially a rotation system. So K to twelve, sorry, K to five. Alternate days and um, staggered recesses. Uh, everybody's going to get checked at the beginning of the day uh, f- for whether or not they have a temperature. There will be uh, or any any signs of illness. And this is going to be tough on kids with allergies, eh? Because yeah. they're not going to try to distinguish. I feel uh, that I mean, it is allergy season, right? And somebody pointed that out Sad. to me the other day, right? But she said, "No, you know, we're going to err on the side of caution on that." Um, And then uh, 6 to 12 will just be uh, one day a week, but the idea is there to get them in and check and see how the online learning and all that is going. And really, they're saying, look, this is a trial run. It's a trial run for the fall. Come September, this is the way we're probably going to start back in September. It's voluntary for parents. If they don't want to send the children, they don't have to. It isn't voluntary for teachers, except if the teachers, of course, have symptoms or or health issues.
0: Right. Okay. So, again, it just seems like a lot of waiting, right? People are anxious to get out there, but we'll know better in another probably week or so.
1: Uh, Yeah. I mean, it's going to be slow. And, you know, we all have our fingers crossed in terms of, Vaccines and maintaining our very low numbers and all that, but we could be living with this for a long time. We've got to, they're they're yeah. dogged right now by two outbreaks that they're still trying to figure out what happened. So the ICU in Abbotsford, mm-hmm. they've got cases there, and when she was asked about it last week, they said they haven't fully figured out where it came from. And another one that's pretty disturbing is a care home in Langley. That was taken off the list. It was announced that it had recovered from an outbreak. It's got another outbreak. So... They've been asked about this, and, you know, they're, they're studying it. Studying it isn't the right word. They're testing like crazy to see, you know, where did this come from, how widespread it is. Everybody gets tested and all that. So they've got lots of resources for that. She has rejected every time she's been asked about, well, how come our testing rate is lower than other places? And yeah. She said, I don't believe in random testing just for the sake of testing. I believe that we test where there's a risk, where there are symptoms, where there's likely that other people in the facility have the virus as well. So that's what they're doing. But those two, she said, there are still, it's not just that the virus is still out there. There are um, cases in the community which have not been fully traced yet, so they don't know where the actual outbreak came from.
0: Right. Okay, thank you for that, Vaughn. Bye-bye.